doing i had to bring you down a couple pegs yeah. there wow Hi. <laughs> good, good morning kenny good, good good morning kenny how are you i'm good good I'm, I'm glad i'm so glad um we're live right now for goodstuff.fm slash live i'm getting back up there we're well, yeah lots of well lots of more energy here lots in of the more morning. energy lots of more uh, energy here on no. ravioli day <laughs> We're live at goodstuff.fm slash live, and you can follow us on Twitch and get notifications the second we're live, so you don't have to miss a thing. My Who would up. want that? No, don't you don't want to miss don't want to miss a thing. And even when you miss morning show, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It'll it you can probably just catch it on the video on demand. But you missed it, baby. And, you, and, and I you, don't want to watch Armageddon. Yeah, I don't either. I don't really want to watch it either. <laughs> it's one of those movies where it's like they came out the same time. Uh, or did which did Deep Impact come out before Armageddon, or did Armageddon? Think, yeah, yeah. Deep Impact preceded Armageddon by like four months or something like that. But they're basically the same movie, and because Armageddon has more, bigger explosions and you know better soundtrack. It's the more, you know, it's the more remembered movie, of course. Um, but but then people think, wait, was Morgan Freeman in Deep Impact? I can't remember. Wait, was he in was he in that? Was Frodo in the in in Armageddon? I what can't they remember. need to do what they need to do is make a third movie that combines both storylines into one so that people really forget which one <laughs> they watched. Arma 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 Impact. Deep, I, I, I just want I want to know when yeah, yeah, deep again. Uh, I want to know what they're gonna write into like classroom history books of of the year nineteen ninety eight. Of why were people so interested in asteroids hitting the Earth? Was there was there crazy fear among the public about this sort of thing? No, they just made a couple of movies to make some money. Well, and the, what they wanted to do was confuse you when you went down the movie aisle in in a blockbuster. And tried to decide which one was the it was the one where the earth blows up, but is it was it in D or was it all the way in in A? Or or why are they I next think, to each other? Is it transformers yeah. or transformers? Was uh, it was it bugs or ants? I can't remember. It, it wasn't called bugs, it was called Bugs Life. Whatever. Uh, you know. <laughs> Actually, I think it was called A Bug. Wait, is it A Bug's Life? Or yeah, is it so, just Bugs? No, it's, it's probably A Bug's Life. So it's just it's it's a bug's next life. to ants. Yeah, it's A Bug's Life. Actually, oh. it would be the first thing because A Space will would be the very first movie you get. Right? So what about, okay, here we go. This is a world in in, a, in another universe, in, in a separate place here in the plane of existence. There's yeah. a blockbuster where movie studios are gaming the system by putting an, an exclamation point before their movie so that 
<laughs> so that they always show up at the far left-hand side of, of the the blockbuster. So no, 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 no. It wouldn't be an exclamation start. point. It would be it would be a number. They would start numbering all of their movies. No, because the exclamation point goes before the number, and it always shows up at the top. Oh, it does. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Everything everything would look like an index. Like every every movie <laughs> would be like an index movie. Well, there you're walking into the blockbuster, and you're like, okay, Dewey Decimal. <laughs> I gotta go check it out. I, uh, go on the computer, find it. It'll, it'll end up being basically just like a, a college library, but for bad movies. Okay. Speaking of of bad movies, um, hmm, sure. Which one would you like to do first? I'm, I'm going to give you. A- let's. Here, here, I'll, I'll 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 say this one first, Kyle. I'll, I'll choose for you. Okay. Uh, Apple removed the calendar app that mined cryptocurrency for not being power efficient. We covered this on the last episode. Uh, I believe that they did this uh, the day after. Yes, I believe that. Yeah, it was. They were pretty swift when all of the you know the the publications were coming out with oh this this calendar app is doing bad things and Apple said oh that's a good idea guys we'll take your recommendation we'll remove it um, we, and we so, thought yeah. they would it's just I wanted to follow up follow up yeah and indeed let you know. uh, it, in the three days uh, calendar uh, calendar two was mining it earned about two thousand dollars of the cryptocurrency that's about it. So, so in, in, in the time that they had people downloading the app, using it, and then they had that feature in there that was, crypt, you know, mining the cryptocurrency in, in the background, it, it got about two grand. Risk? Reward, maybe? I, I don't know. I guess all, all we can say is that Calendar was undermining Apple. Calendar 2. Sorry. Calendar 2. Thank you for thank you for being accurate to, to the actual application <laughs> name. Uh, I have another follow-up bit okay, for us ahead. here. Uh, citizen scientists have discovered a new feature of the Aurora Borealis. And uh, if you if you remember when, last time I talked about uh, going to Alaska and seeing the Aurora, mm-hmm. and it was really cool. Uh, now researchers have an official proposal to name the structure that was first observed by citizen scientists a strong thermal emission velocity enhancement, or... Steve. (laughs) I'm going to Alaska to go see Steve. Steve? Steve, what are you doing way up there? Get down. (laughs) Don't bother me. I'm flowing so nicely. (laughs) So Steve can be seen. uh, (laughs) It sounds weird, right? It sounds weird. I don't don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. But you start you start with S T E and you're like I gotta make this acronym worth it I can't, <laughs> I have to I, make this worth it I can verify that folks in the in the astronomy uh, field are definitely trying to make these clever acronyms um, mm-hmm. and make it easier to say because this is the kind of thing that gets press right you call something Steve and it's in the sky and people are gonna talk about it. So I went through all I went through all my photos. Um, it, the, basically, Steve looks like a like purple streak that goes right above your head when the aurora borealis is happening. You can see photos um, in the show notes, goodstuff.fm slash morning show slash three eight six. But I went through all my photos. I don't think I saw Steve. 
Yeah, he's probably hiding in there somewhere. Pro- he must be hiding in, in yeah. there somewhere. But oh. I, um, you, there is a service where you can submit your photos to be kind of poured over by scientists um, and kind of help their search. Uh, it's called Aurorasaurus, I believe. And oh, that's uh, that would have been a better name, I think. Aurorasaurus would have been a better name. Ouroboros, the Aurorasaurus, Steve, maybe. <laughs> Steve the. Uh, the celestial dinosaur. Speaking speaking of uh, celestial events, Taco Bell. Remember their nacho fries? Well, uh, they have. Not only do I be- remember them, Kyle, I eat them a lot now. Are you serious? I really like them. Ay, ay, ay. Why? Why? Why would you put yourself through this? This just I I know what it does to you. Why would you do this to yourself? Because it's five dollars for their little box with a drink. It's such a good deal. I mean, I have to eat it at home because I gotta be in a stable place. <laughs> no. Because yes, I do know what it does to me. But <laughs> but uh <sighs> I can't even eat it in the car on my way to home. Like oh I, my I, I gotta wait till like get there. So, well, that's that's a really interesting fact because we have covered on this show before that French fries are not a food that you eat when you get home. Everything else no, in, that's the, like, in the box as a part of the meal can be eaten at home. French fries absolutely 100% cannot unless they are in some sort of bag that helps the, the process of crispization happen uh, on your way home. Rare, rare does that happen. Rare, absolutely. There is a, otherwise. Yes, that is a travel treat. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, talk about speaking of Taco Bell nacho fries, the ones that make you feel real bad. Uh, they're the most successful launch in the chain's history. So that's just awesome. Oh, I'm out of coffee. Slow. I look clock. right down the barrel of my my coffee mug and is empty. You see your reflection. Uh, no, it's pretty dirty down there. Okay. Yeah. Good. 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 Uh, speaking. Speaking of seeing your reflection, I've I've had to reflect on my past recently. Uh, through oh, a, oh man, wow, that's heavy. That's heavy duty there, buddy. <laughs> through a game called Burnout Paradise, and <laughs> Burnout Paradise Remastered has come out on Xbox and PC and PlayStation Four, and I, I got it. I grabbed it on PlayStation Four the day it came out. Played it and. I love it. It's everything. It's 100% everything I remember about the game. I immediately, my 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 tactile senses just immediately latched on to what it used to know about the mm-hmm. game and the controller. Even though yep. I played, I used to play on Xbox 360. It completely transferred over to the PlayStation 4. It works just That's fine. I, I absolutely love this game. It is so well, good. You were telling me, because I also picked it up, and I didn't play it as much as you did. In fact, I think the only times that I played it was with you. like, Or I was at your place, and I'd play the, I'd play Burnout, and, and then you'd watch, and we go, you, when is it my turn? When is it my turn? So far as I remember. And, and uh, online services back in the Xbox 360 days were Garbo. So I, yeah, they weren't that great. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. But um, you were telling me that it... it it's almost like a, it get, gets you into like a Zen like feeling because you get to just, you know, return your nostalgia is just like seeping out. Right. Oh, yeah. It's you're just you're back 10 years ago 
It's, you know, you don't even have to worry about, I got to learn all these controls. No, no, no. It's all there. You've got it all. It's the same game. My muscle memory kicked in. My my uh, memory of where things were on the map kicked back in. And like That's how you, how you had to turn left at when you did this type of race. Wow. Um, uh, I, I was I, I did crash the game, unfortunately, in my first playthrough. I played for about 15, 10 to 15 minutes, and uh-huh. I I did one of the like takedown runs where you try and push the cars off the road. And mm-hmm. I only had to do two, and I did like 14 in, in the two minute uh period with mm-hmm. the with the car that they gave me. It's not like I was I was using one of the DLC cars and I crashed the game because apparently it didn't it didn't think that you were supposed to do that many. Um, you know, just, uh, just, you know, well, I'm, I'm and brushing I know, my I know shoulder, the that, just kind of like patting my, my own self on the back. Uh, I know the reason that you had video. to stop playing it though, Kyle, is that you got the red ring of death on your Xbox 360. I had too many nacho, nacho bell taco fries and, uh, ended up getting the red ring of death. Yeah. And- <laughs> <laughs> why aren't, why aren't they called that? They need to be called that. Oh, that's so bad. Uh, so bad. Um, let's just. So what I'm what I'm hoping is I'm knocking on wood over here. I'm hoping that you don't, you know, wear out your PlayStation Four to to the point where you you somehow create the Red Ring of Death for the PlayStation. Yeah, because you play Burnout I, so much. Yeah, you know, it it was one of those very Zen like games for me where I would flip it on and just mm-hmm. drive around just drive. for an hour. And cool off after a, a day's work at at a retail job, but now now I don't know. I would love to stream it. I, I think it would be really fun to stream you and I, um, maybe doing challenges or, or something like that. Maybe we'll find a way to do that uh, in the next couple of or days. Or creating but, our own challenges. Yeah, or creating challenges or uh, re- yeah. reigniting uh, rivalries and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Go get it. I highly recommend it. It's actually on sale like 10 bucks off right now. Oh, dang yeah. it. Why do we get it? Why do we pay know. full price? I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's really frustrating it's when also, that happens. It's, yeah, we both got a digital, I believe. And yes. the game is only, I think the footprint's only like seven or eight gigs. So mm-hmm. it's it's not a huge game, which is what that's It good. may have been different for the 4K download on a like an Xbox One X or PlayStation Pro. I don't. I, maybe yours and my versions no. are different for the textures, or I don't knows? think so. Hmm. Interesting. Well, well, who knows? Games. Well, can you speaking speaking of games? I'll play a, a a small game here with you real quick. Um, I've got an article here from CandyStore.com. They've got America's favorite jelly bean flavors. Ranked according to 12,000 votes, they rank the top 30 jelly bean flavors across the country. Being okay. here, the our grand old United States of America. There's a new king in town this year. And before you click on the link, I'm going to have you guess. With last year's being black licorice, the favorite flavor of America. I'm what sorry. Is, what? what is what is it this year? Hold oh, everything. Blah. Did. did are you telling me that America's favorite jelly bean flavor was black licorice? Yes. I, in, I can't live here anymore. The last uh, last year, 2017, black licorice took the top spot. That It hurts my teeth just to think of black licorice. <laughs> that is, oh, that is the worst. 
So they break Ugh. it down by state, and they also break it down uh, for the entire country. So let's guess, for the whole of the United States of America, what is their brand new favorite flavor? Oh, man. It, it, it couldn't be like a common flavor, right? Or is is this like like Jelly Belly? All the flavors are included, or or is this think, think of the like just hot flavors that you can you can think of? Like like name one, oh. and I'll say if you're if you're hot or cold. Lime, hot or green? Okay, green's <laughs> not a flavor. I'll let you know that now. <laughs> I don't know. Some jelly beans, it, it's just green. <laughs> you don't taste any flavor. It's just. The green one that tastes like sugar. Yeah, that one. We, we've got we've got a story for you later then that you'll enjoy. Uh, um uh okay, green you said lime was hot? Y- yeah, like, uh, like you're yeah, good 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 on you. Um okay, common lemon. flavors. Lemon. Yeah, okay, lemon lime. I I see where you're going with this. You can try orange. Yeah, that would be also one that you could say is citrus jelly beans. Yeah. So, let's have you guess what is America's top flavor? Well, if it's not any of those three, then I don't know. Cherry? Incorrect. Um, <laughs> what is it? Buttered popcorn. How is lime hot to buttered popcorn? I, I meant like in the realm of all of the flavors that you could choose from. Blueberry, I cherry, thought you were orange, telling me, pear, I thought you were strawberry. telling me I'm on the right track to getting the right answer. Oh no, you're all, you are you're just in the right candy store.com. <laughs> um wow, buttered popcorn, huh? Yeah. That's interesting because uh when we did the uh Harry Potter jelly beans, the like super tons of flavors and also the scary flavors. Yeah. Uh the buttered popcorn is remarkably close to the shape and color. They're all the same shape. The same color as the vomit jelly bean. <laughs> and and I have I have been tricked more than once thinking that I'm getting buttered popcorn, throw it in my mouth. So and you, then you like it then, you're saying. The vomit? No. No, no gosh. The buttered popcorn. You like the buttered oh, yeah, popcorn. Yeah, the buttered popcorn's good. Okay. Hmm. Because it's 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 almost like getting buttered popcorn and kettle corn at the same time. Because it's kind of sweet, the sweet in there. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, all right. That's probably um, why it's America's favorite. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll cover the the top five here. Butter popcorn came in at number one. Uh, black mm-hmm. licorice number two. Just get out of here. Stop it. Favorite. Stop it. As soon as you're rated number one, then you don't have to exist anymore. Okay, it's done. <laughs> they no longer make it. I think folks would be real mad. Uh, number three, cinnamon. Okay, it's you're just eating a hot tamale. That's all. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah, pretty much. Um, watermelon is number four. Ugh. Oh. And number number five, cherry. How is cherry that low? I'm not sure. Uh, California loves buttered popcorn. Let's see who uh, Montana. It seems to stand out. They love cotton candy. It's actually ranked number twelve in America, but they love cotton candy. Mm. Oh, I was assuming like cotton candy and bubble gum. Those you know those like f- flavor weird flavored carnival flavor kind of jelly beans. Yeah, uh, Massachusetts also comes in here with coconut, which is number 10 ranked in America. Ooh, the like clear jelly bean that nobody wants to eat because what is that flavor? You just got to go, I guess, all the way over to the other side of the country. Um, <laughs> South Dakota loves a good pink strawberry. 
which ranked 11th in America. What's what's pink strawberry? What, um, what, uh, maybe, what is that? Uh, I think it's more just on the color spectrum of of strawberries. Uh, these are the strawberries that no one wants. And so we throw them into jelly bean flavors because you got to think there's no actual fruit juice and it, they're not putting actual butter in these butter popcorn ones. It's just bad. Anyway, Kenny, I just wanted to let you know that coming up on April 22nd, we're going to be talking about National Jelly Bean Day over at our other program, Today's Special. Goodstuff.fm slash Today's Special. So make sure you subscribe, tune in there, and uh, and get the latest, get the latest food in your ears. Which isn't safe, but is probably just fine. Kenny, let's move on to today's headlines. These are today's headlines. What's going on? Well, what's going on is number 21 in the country is chocolate, and that's just wrong. Just eat an M&M, dude. Uh, chocolate the, even just like the grittiness and the graininess of a of a jelly bean does not lend itself well to the chocolate flavor yeah Ooh. all right kyle listen to this listen to this awesome headline using drones to gather whale snot for science it felt like we had to talk about this because there's drones and there's snot which is are, yeah. are, those are like if you've got an overlapping venn diagram of morning show here snot is one and whales well no sorry whales can be a separate uh circle in this venn diagram and drones drones and snot are pretty much completely overlapped inside of inside of a morning show uh venn diagram i think i think what you're saying is you've got uh horrible body functions and technology and you put those together and you have morning show Pretty pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah that, that's 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 us. Ding. That's that's us. Uh, they call Kyle, it Snotbot. Snotbot. It's a tool. It's a tool. Uh, it's it's supposed to replace uh, chasing a whale down, shooting it with a dart, and collecting a flesh sample. Yeah. In, instead, what they're doing is they're getting a drone to fly really close to the to the to the whale and doing doing the business for them. It, no harm done. It appears. I don't, I don't know. I can't I can't say for sure. Um, but, you know, it's it seems like I mean, all they're doing is they're like flying it over the top of the whale. The whale blows upwards like it normally does when it's gasping for air um, and it then captures the snot. Yeah. You snot it. You got I, it. <laughs> would you would you uh, want a drone following you around uh, when you had a cold and just catching the snot whenever you I sneeze? Would, I would want it to actually stop me from sneezing or uh, what or to like no, hold like to cover my so mouth good. like so that I don't have to. So if I'm doing other things like I'm putting away dishes or I'm typing and dr- I'm, I'm like eh, I make my sneeze face. Right. And it registers like it registers my sneeze face because I have the drone mm-hmm. always following me and it, right. it swoops in and covers my face. I don't know how it would do this. Maybe it has some sort of like Spider-Man web thing and just. And it dissolves after I sneeze, or I don't know. I don't know how it would work, but I feel like that would that would be a good use of a drone. I don't but think so at all. Anno- it could be really annoying having having something floating around me at all times, waiting for me well, to sneeze when I'm sick. That's, 
it's not too far off. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure we're going to get to the feature of uh, everyone everyone's device that they hold in their hands, which, you know, their, their phone, their air quotes phone. Um, it, it's it's just going to be their entire life is in that thing. And mm-hmm. then that becomes like your, your tracker for your drone, which is recording everything. Uh, you are always, you know, but it's your own personal recording stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you find out eventually that your privacy is being, uh, you know, uh, sifted through and, and it's actually being watched by Facebook or something like that. <laughs> Topical. Um, moving on here really quick. <laughs> Please, would you? <laughs> Sorry, Facebook. Not really. Not sorry. Uh, GM, Kyle, is going to build its own production autonomous cruise car at a Michigan assembly plant. So, so you- they're going all in on autonomous cars and they're going to boost their their footprint in Michigan. Yeah, speaking of being topical, um, this is one of those that like sounded great when I put it into the notes. And then uh, much less great uh, because of the news yesterday of Uber. The Uber car striking someone is awful. It's Uh absolutely like terrible. It had to happen, obviously. It eventually would happen. It's awful that it happened to this this woman. Um, But it's it is great to see that Uber basically said, like, oh, my gosh, we're taking all these things off the road um, and rethinking their whole plan which they had to do that obviously and i don't want uber to exist period which is that's just a personal thing for me um someone someone said that uber striking a car is the the least worst uh, the uber striking the person excuse me the uber car striking a person was the least worst thing that uber has done all year which ha that's good good joke good on you but the reason I put this uh, Chevrolet story into the notes was I wanted you to see the inside of this car and what it looks like uh, with yes, the screen the in steering the middle. Wheel-less. Yeah, it looks like someone photoshopped a car and just like split it in half and then mirrored it. Actually, if you take a look at the at the center console, you can see that it's a little shifted to the right. Yeah, and does that bother you? Because it's <laughs> bothering me. A whole bunch. Yeah. It's bothers, off by like five pixels. And what, I, what, bother, ah! what bothers me the most is that the reason that the center console is the center console is because that's the only place where car manufacturers could put anything. Right. Because there was a steering wheel. Now, there's no steering wheel. So the screen, just like every other device, and this computer sitting in front of me, the screen goes in front of the person so that I don't have to look to the right or to the left when I'm in the car. Right. I mean, this left. is, I mean, the, the, center. Right. Yeah, sure. It just <laughs> doesn't, that's not how this works. Put it in front of the person so that they don't need to move their, their body or I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe they're trying to capitalize on, on the whole like, oh yeah, I use my right arm when I'm in the driver's seat to reach over and touch the thing to do the thing. I don't know. It just looks, this looks wild. And I can't imagine seeing this on the road. Well, the uh, the thing I'm noticing more about the inside of this vehicle is that there's no, I, I can't find any uh, obvious spots where they have the uh, airbag. 
which that's kind of the biggest reason why you don't have the screen right in front of you. So yeah. that if you get in an accident, you don't go straight through your computer screen and get shards of glass in your chest. <laughs> the, um, new, new cars are like that, though. Like, I, I feel like your car is is that way, too. The dash is like this scoopy, like a wrapping thing, wrapping yeah. flat thing. And the the airbags come out of some tiny little hole in the middle of of or like from the side and they just blow outwards Hopefully yeah. you'll never have to use it, but it just like squirts out of the side and it grows and and hopefully encompasses you. Oh boy, I don't want to I don't want to continue that line of dialogue there. I'm going to move on to the next story, Kyle. Watch a sparkly basketball robot built by Toyota engineers sink flawlessly. I mean sink flawless free throws. Flawless free. I've been watching flawless a lot of free throws. Flawless <laughs> I've been watching a lot of basketball, college basketball with uh, March Madness going on. Yeah, a lot of them needed a robot. They for sure could have taken some uh, some pointers here from Alvark, the robot in Tokyo. Yes, um, uh, th- this it's so what they did was they built a robot. Toyota essentially built a robot that mimics the arm motion of a person. So it mimics the the pushing up, you know, the the flicking of the wrist. Uh, the balance with your other hand, you know, the, the whole motion of a basketball player. I'm doing it on camera. The audio listeners aren't getting any of this, uh-uh. <laughs> but they'll, they'll get they'll get some of this. There you go. Oh, okay, good. That was good audio. Sure. Uh, <laughs> um, but if you really think about it, if you're gonna build a robot that's shooting, any you know, shooting basketballs, or I know not with a gun or anything. But, you know, if it's if it's playing basketball, I would want a robot that doesn't actually look like a person. I would want one that's built for super efficient um, basketball shooting. You know would what you, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. Like I'm, the I'm, arm, I'm, I feel like having two arms put up there is very inefficient, not for a human, but for a robot. Like a robot can use sure. an air cannon and just get it like that. Just done. There's yeah. Like too many um, motors here. It would be well. The thing is, the like it is for sure a robot. There is no part of this where like you move this this um, humanoid type thing to another uh, part of the court, and for it to just oh yeah, I don't know. Let me read the situation, adjust myself on on where I'm going to shoot it. It is not smart at all. It is just we made a thing with a bunch of servos, and it, it right. might make it in if we put it right. in the right spot. Now, I'm going to take this to its logical conclusion. Would you watch a basketball game if it was just a bunch of humanoid robots against each are, other? Are they moving or are they all centered? You know, are they all just lining the three-point line? And if the ball gets to them, they shoot it and they make it. Is that what it is? Because I would watch, they're moving, I would watch a I basketball say. game uh, akin to like combining Rocket League and uh, BattleBots. And yes. Putting those things together. And having like RC cars that can shoot the basketball go on the go on the court, I would totally I would, watch that kind of thing. I would imagine it would be like that um, that sport on Spike TV with the trampolines and the basketball hoops, where you're watching a bunch of robots jump way in the air and then like try and punch each other, and why then would it, they go why would and you they need dunk robots it. for that. I don't know. They're, robots aren't on trampolines, but I'm just saying they would be the the, the stadiums <laughs> would have to be super huge. It'd be like football stadiums. Be like Quidditch, I guess, is what I'm saying, but with basketball hoops and robots. Okay. I like that. Me too. Okay, moving on here, Kyle. Um, Something I don't like. 
you you don't like this? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everybody know. about it. The Android Wear rebrand that we've all been looking for, right? Android <laughs> Wear. <laughs> Where's that? No, nope. that's really low. I'll try. Um, you want it here? Here. Yeah, I need to have some oomph, oomph behind it. Okay, that's enough. Uh, <laughs> they're calling it Wear OS now. Wear OS by Where Google. Wear OS is my watch gun. Oh, Wear oh, OS. Is it? Can it? Oh, are you going to come out with one? So they've they've done a rebrand. I guess Android Wear kind of limits them to. Uh, Having only, you know, public or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? And, like Android uh, phones. It makes it, it implies that you're on an Android phone only. Exactly. Exactly. However, I think a third of all Android Wear users are using an iPhone. So, Wait, so there's, there's a market out there. I can't believe, I can't believe that at all. But there, you know, there's good things about Android Wear devices. It, they, some of them look pretty cool and there's more customization that you can do. The Apple yeah. Watch is pretty limited, and if you don't, you know, if you don't have a lot of use for um, the app integration or anything like that that the Apple Watch provides, uh, or Android Wear or now Wear OS, it was a you know a little cheaper and and you know better looking version of that. I'll just I'll I'll say what we're all hoping is that Google is going to have their own like Pixel branded Google like this is the one that they think is the best watch. Hopefully. And that's that's right. all it's going to be. Or they're going to extend this whole uh, Android Wear operating system that currently exists into other platforms. So like Visual will have Wear OS, Watch will have Wear OS. You know, st- stuff that is on your body has Wear OS, which that's probably a more further reaching assumption on on, on their name choice here. But we're it, all it kind of implies that they have that- their own thing. Right, it kind of implies that this might even be a second push for, or or an updated push for their what's what's been rumored their their updated Google Glass, right? Yeah, yeah. I I still don't like. I can't buy into even Microsoft's whole uh, augmented reality thing. I just don't. Hololens. Yeah, I I don't have any interest in that. I have seen uh augmented reality work on on my phone through the the they did like um star wars stickers and stuff like that and that mm. looked pretty cool I, I sent you some photos and and tripped you out but it, it i don't know but, outside of that like i don't have i can't think of the practical use cases for it but you're also thinking of the the google glass that came out in what was it 2011 or something like that True. where it looks really dumb yeah um it doesn't function very well there's not a lot behind it you know that's that's their that's their version one, and you know Google, their version one isn't always the greatest. Um, and then when they iterate more, and they they what what I assume will happen is this Wear OS, like I said, Google Glass, but also, you know, they were they were having a huge push behind what was it, Daydream, um, their VR Headsets. platform. Yes, this that you know those might combine, and you might have VR as Wear OS. Everything that you put on your body, everything that you're, you know, using, you know, seeing or or wearing or um, I don't know any other senses for the body, uh, tasting, <laughs> tasting, tasting. <laughs> mm. that will all be under Wear OS, and this is just the you know first move. Would you put Google's operating system in your body? 
I don't even use the Google operating system. I would. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Speaking of, of uh, Google, though, and, and um, the future, well, just of everything. Of everything. Uh, Pixel C, their tablet that was sort of their foray into, like, this is what we think a tablet should be. They've uh-huh. dropped support for future updates for the Pixel C. And I have one. Are you kidding Wait, me? That only came out like a year and a half ago, though. I know. And moving forward, they won't be supporting uh, Android P or whatever the number is going to be for it with the Pixel C. Are you kidding? Underneath the Pixel name, you're not going to continue to support the operating system for that device. It must be incredibly underpowered. It well, must be yeah. awful. So I again I am, first first version. I can't they're, believe they don't it. care. Well, they had the Nexus. They had the Nexus Seven, then the Nexus Seven, whatever XL thing that was the two X screen resolution. They but I'm tried saying they're with first, the Nexus. Yeah, I, the, yeah, I know, I know. I, I just I'm so frustrated. I'm freaking frustrated with it. And well, yeah, because your your Pixel C was you know it's like okay, I'm buying this tablet and I'm getting you know Google's latest and greatest, and then they'll. They'll treat this as, you know, flagship. They get this, the updates, uh, you know, the most often or or the quickest. And now that's not the case. And that well, the, is the, I, I, I can sympathize with you, Kyle. That is very frustrating. Apple still supports like the iPad, iPad 2, 2 in schools. Are you kidding me? It's like it's a user uh, base. It's a nine year old product at this point. Are you kidding me? But Kyle, how many people have the Pixel C? Zippo, zero. Yeah, zil- well, there zilch. you go. I, I, it's like their what is it? Do they even call it the Pixel Book? The one that came out last year? I think that's what, what it's called. Yeah, like the thousand yeah. dollar mm-hmm. tablet mm-hmm. laptop mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. Who even owns that? Yeah, not sure. I love who even owns love that with Android, the stylus love, and the pen. Oh, yeah. I, I love Android. I love Chrome OS. I, I like that that you can have these low cost operating systems that run. You know. Uh, cheaply resource-wise and cheaply monetarily, um, it's just that they dropping support just seems like a bad move, Google. Speaking yep. of things that no one uses, Kenny, <laughs> please. <laughs> I, can't, I can't tell where you're leading me, but I think I'll go to this one. Uh, <laughs> I want to use it. It's the Nest. Not the Nest, just Nest. I'll say that correctly this time. Nest launches $39 temperature sensor and is now shipping video doorbell and smart lock. So the video doorbell, I saw commercials for that while I was watching March Madness this weekend. Um, it looks great. It looks pretty cool. User interface-wise, though, when you're looking at the doorbell itself, they made the whole thing black where the um, camera lens is at the top of this, like, bar. Mm-hmm. Of, I don't know. It's like, sort of like a bar of soap, I guess. But it, camera lens yeah. is at the top, and the doorbell button is at the bottom. They're all the whole thing is black and people are going to press the camera lens. I absolutely like they didn't do any testing with no, this. No, 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 no. There's there's an indent where you're where you're pressing the door. It doesn't matter. Part. Imagine imagine if you just glanced at it real quick. You're like, oh, OK. And then you either press the whole thing or you end up pressing the camera lens because it looks like I'm a sorry. circle. Hang on a second. Are you telling me, Kyle, are you telling me that your first my your and my first uh idea here is to press the nest logo in the very middle that's 
Correct. Or, I'm or sure, the I'm camera sure that, lens. No. Who you're you're not pressing the camera lens, Kyle. Why would you think that's the next logical step? Because you're you thinking, just, okay, I got the I got the circle arms, that looks like a camera for at the top, and then I got this like where my finger fits perfectly at the bottom. Hmm, I, wonder, I wonder which one I'm gonna press. Uh probably the camera lens. Oh, that's weird. The, I guess I'll just listen, leave. Listen, They're not I'm, home. I am a a, a uh, an Amazon a package delivery person, and I am my arms are full of boxes. I'm, where's the door? I'm looking for the door. I need to let them know that their boxes are here. And uh-huh. so I just I quickly shoo, glance over, and I just see this this candy bar attached to the wall, and I just slam it. I don't even think about it. I just, I hit oh it. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to put my my dainty little finger and boop, just slightly kiss, kiss the little circle. Uh huh. I'm going to just slam my hand onto the doorbell, which should be <sighs> the entire unit. Okay, deal. I'm not even going to talk about the thermostat, the or temperature sensor. I should. It's not. It's not the thermostat. It's. It's merely you put you put some of these sensors in your bedrooms so that you can get a. a uh, room by room reading of how the how the air is dispersed in your house or location. Yeah, I would actually. So I I have a temperature sensor. I have a Net Atmo temperature sensor here at my house, and it's nice. I I like it. I like that it saves the data. I like that it graphs it. I can see what the temperature was this day this year versus this day last year. Uh-huh. Um, I like that uh, I can see the pressure uh-huh. and the I, I yeah. get you know hyper local mm-hmm. weather, which is important yeah, Kyle, to me. Kyle, um, mm. Kyle, you live in Irvine. Yeah. You can open the windows all day, all night. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it honestly, you you live in a place where temperature has no bearing on on your life. I'm sorry, but uh-huh. you you have one season in Southern California, and then you, that's it. <laughs> You have That's, you have yeah, no okay. reason All to right. own any temperature All anything. Right. <laughs> hey Kyle, fine. That's fair. Before you moved to Southern California, yeah. we lived together because we're brothers. I don't know if we've ever made that uh, distinction in the last hundred episodes, but I, yeah, we're brothers. I, here, I've put it today since we've mentioned being brothers. <laughs> Zero. Got okay, it. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know what the are you chiseling on a rock? Yeah, yes. Over <laughs> over here on the wall, I had the the sign. It's up on the wall. Oh, okay, you can't see okay. it in the video. I remember buying you a book. It was the Klingon Dictionary, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was an older book. I think it was a used book. Yes, and uh, I remember buying it. And I thought it would be a funny like gag gift. We we liked Star Trek, and you know, oh yeah, Klingon. It's the whole it's the whole language. Since then, there have been colleges that have, you know, Klingon as a class. You learn to speak the language in college. And now Duolingo can teach you how to speak Klingon. Duolingo, the, the, you learn a new language course on the phone. Yeah. It's got Klingon, you know, for all you Klingon out there. Yeah, I guess. Well, they already know the language. They don't they don't need it. Um it's it's for folks who want to be able to speak to Klingons, I guess, eventually. Um this is only I, I on guess. the web, though. This is not in the oh, app what? yet. 
Yeah, which is too bad. But it's coming. It's coming to the app. I'm sure. But it's cool. It's pretty cool, right? It says years of development have gone into this. Uh, so are you sure? So yes, you did give me a Klingon dictionary, which is a great, uh, great gift. Because yes, it is. While it's slight joke, it is kind of an academic thing. It is a legitimate language. It's one that it's they a, have. It's a study of language. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and at the same time, I used to work at a bookstore. And I purchased a literal cassette tape, a little cassette tape that had like learn Klingon on it. You put it in there and it would be, it would be like, you know, uh, I where where is the bathroom? And then it would say the phrase in Klingon. Uh, you, you don't remember? You don't remember what it is in Klingon? Th- no, not oh, at all. Bummer. No, because I, I at that point when I bought the tape, it was also sort of like a gag thing. I don't even think I had a, a tape player at home. Yeah, I gagged when I thought about it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. great, great, good, good. <laughs> and and Klingon is a- isn't actually the first. Uh, I don't want to say made up. I mean, it is a made up language. It isn't the first like fantasy language that Duolingo has actually put into their into their series of, of languages. They've actually they did a, a High Valerian last year. That's from uh, Game of Thrones. Ah, not Dothraki, it- but High Valerian. Mm-hmm. I, uh, Dothraki is very it is very Klingon ish. In fact. Oh, interesting. Okay, very, I, very guttural. I, I know they have Game of Thrones. Yeah, briefly, I watched like what? a season and a half. Yeah. Oh, what? I watched the part where they all started killing each other. Basically, that's every episode. <laughs> <laughs> they sleep with each other and then they kill each other. My favorite Welcome show. To, Great. Welcome to HBO. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, well, those are your headlines, Kyle. Awesome. Kenny, thank you so much. Uh, today, I also wanted to tell you that, uh, and I already did, it's National Ravioli Day. Just a reminder, we've got another show that Kenny and I do. It's called Today's Special, and it's on goodstuff.fm. Go over there and subscribe, would you? And leave a would rating ya? and review. It would uh, it would help people find the show, and we don't have a single rating or review. So oh, you can be the first. That's right. Click the link and and. Follow it through. Shoop. We'd also appreciate it if you uh, tweeted about the show. I, I I send out a tweet through the at uh, GoodStuffFM Twitter account for every special for that day. Um, so go ahead and give that a retweet. That would I would appreciate it. It'd be real great. It would help tell people about the show. Okay. I think it's time to get to a quick segment here. Okay. Um, it's called food news. It's food news. Just made that one up. Uh, yeah, I could tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> IBM Kenny has unveiled the world's smallest computer with blockchain at uh, Think 2018. So it's it's IBM's little conference thing, right? Wait a second. Wait a second. So the whole- is this food news or food for thought news? Oh, good, good gracious. Aye, aye, aye. It is food news because this new computer, if you click on the link, uh-huh. is smaller than a grain of salt. A an, an entire computer is smaller than a grain of salt. So, could you pass? Hey, pass the great poupon and pass those little computers so I can shake them onto my, my dish here. 
could you make the computers taste like anything or make your make your sensory things like the tongue i guess is the thing i was trying to think of tongue could you make your tongue <laughs> you know the thing in your mouth the sensory organ <laughs> could you could you make your tongue sense things that that humans have never sensed before as captain picard said i'm um, sure if you're tasting you're tasting a computer and no one's ever put a computer in their mouth yeah that you'd be tasting something that no one's ever tasted before okay true i don't want it to taste like a computer though i want it to taste like taste like knowledge like yes or like socks or like what uh, i don't know something different something that's not food related salt, salt. maybe ta- make it taste like salt <laughs> different kinds of salt computer salt Great. so i'm sure that so ibm you know they they show this this computer that's smaller than a grain of salt of course yes we're co- we're covering it right now but this has huge implications what what you're kind of seeing here is the very beginning of okay we have a an entire computer, you know, computing power and everything that is small enough that it can sl- slip into any of your food unnoticed almost. And what you're going to start tracking bodily things like this could be huge for the health market. You, you know, just you hold have, on. You just come. You just came up with something too, like espionage or like like. <laughs> Well, uh, tracking would be tracking, one. Track, yeah, tracking is one, but also like unknowingly ingesting a computer that maybe oh, yeah, you're stays right. <laughs> in your body forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving I'm giving the the evil spies out there lots of ideas here. Uh, just infiltrate IBM, steal some of these tiny computers, put them into yeah, sprinkle them into your enemy's food. Mm, it's delicious. This tastes so good. Why does it taste so good? Oh, it's, it's like it's like computers. It's like IBM. Like IBM Bay. When, when the okay. Salt. All right. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I highly recommend. They have to going. have. They have to have that be their promotion, right? When they're like, check out the world's smallest computer, and then have that guy just sprinkle a bunch over his elbow. <laughs> Kenny, I'm so glad to have you here in the year 2017. Um, good. Let's move on to the next story. It's food news. Skyline chili. Yeah, yeah. Let's just follow the directions. Okay, great. Thank you, Autoplay. <clears throat> Skyline Chili. You ever heard oh, of Skyline God. Chili? I'm sorry. I, I took a look <laughs> at this. Clicked it. Yeah, you just clicked the link, didn't you? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Mmm. <laughs> mmm. Uh, Skyline Chili. Is is not built for Instagram. It says it's comforting cinnamon flecked deliciousness is completely lost in translation to a visual medium. Uh, mainly because this Cincinnati based chili company, it's just uh, mm, mm, what's the best way to describe this? The best way to describe this is somebody took some mud and dumped it on a plate of green worms. Okay, it's like it's a, like a bunch of ground meat just kind of squished together. Now, this promotion is for St. Patrick's Day, uh, where they swapped their regular spaghetti with green paschetti for St. Patrick's Day. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is awful. It's atrocious. And yeah. while I have not had Skyline Chili, and I know... Uh, uh, Andrew uh, Huster, Huster uh, would like us to try some. This version of it 
is quite possibly the worst I have ever seen. Yeah. But I would eat (laughs) I'm sure it tastes great. I'm sure it tastes just fine. But to put a bad low-res photo of dirt, what looks like dirt on top of green noodles or what is that even would it would it look better if it wasn't in a plastic uh, like a black plastic container maybe but also answer answer this question for me have you ever had chili on top of noodles i think that's the question we need to be asking here i've never done chili and noodles why is that a thing yeah it's i what would spaghettios be classified as because there's sometimes there's ground That's meat in there chili. in there. No, is that just like a sauce? It's just when, so, it's meat sauce. When does when does it go from chili? When does it go from sauce to chili? Uh, beans. I think beans have to be involved. Beans have to Okay. So spaghettios don't have beans, obviously. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Bean, beans. Bean, bean and like, there. And like slow roasty stuff. I don't know. I don't know food. We're talking about food news. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything about food. Well, uh, you might know about this, and you may have experienced this yourself. Apple has filed a patent for a crumb-proof keyboard. Do you get you get things stuck in your in your keyboard, Kenny? Uh, yeah, skin flakes. Oh, <laughs> corn flakes. Okay, cr- not, I'm not talking about like hum like arm crumbs or like <laughs> arm crumbs. That's the name of the episode. Our- <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, this new crumb-resistant keyboard from Apple could be on the way because they filed a patent. Doesn't always mean that they're going to make something uh, that that follows these patents, but they got yeah. the the lock on the market. They may. So soon- I have what what I was, what? I was what gonna say I say? have the I have the latest of their of their keyboard technology. Um, the butterfly. The same, yeah, yeah, the same kind of keys they have on the new MacBooks. Sure. And it, so it feels really good, right? I like, I like the the short travel distance I have to press. Easy, you know, easy to type. Um, but the problem that I have with it is moving from this kind of keyboard to either a mechanical keyboard or to even like 2015 MacBooks. It's so weird. Like, is it that? I don't know know how to explain it. It's again. It's it's because I I'm barely typing now. Like the amount of pressure I have to apply to these keys is very minimal. But then you go to another keyboard where it actually it's like a strain almost Hmm. to to type. And and I'm I was so used to that kind of keyboard that you know longer travel time and you know you had to actually apply a lot more pressure to the keys. uh, And and then going to something where it's it's like the difference between uh, typing on a mechanical keyboard and then going to screen typing almost. Like wow! In, so in fact, like no, like no travel. Like it doesn't. Were you basically slapping your big chili fingers onto <laughs> the other keyboard? Like when you first tried it out, or I think I I can't remember what my first uh, um, impression of the keyboard was. I just remember. It felt like I needed to overreach on a lot of the keys because I uh-huh. wasn't I wasn't actually pressing down that hard. I was like, oh, am I actually am I actually doing it correctly? I don't I don't like the compact keyboard either. I think they actually reduced the size of the keys a tiny bit. So there's you know, you're less finger travel up and down and laterally, but 
I don't know. I'm I'm critiquing the Apple keyboard now. Oh, it's great listening. <laughs> we we thoroughly enjoy this. Well, I, I'll, I'll let you know the one that I have. This is a like ten dollar mechanical ish keyboard gaming keyboard from Amazon that has lights behind it, like a rainbow light, and oh, nice. um, it doesn't have anything printed on the keys. The the actual keys are somehow like carved in the back of it so the light goes through it um but it doesn't have like i can't wear out the name on the on the letter you, you get what i'm saying i don't get anything that you're saying <laughs> so here here you can see it in the video so okay. instead of instead of it being like uh a printed letter on each key it's cut out of the back of the key so that the light shines all the way through it I see what you're saying. Okay. So it, they won't ever wear down uh-huh. uh, as, I, as I'm using it. And if I get things in there uh, underneath the keys, it's waterproof. So it's all, oh, okay. all, all sealed up, all ready to go. Because main reason I bought this one was because I broke two keyboards in succession because I spilled coffee on them. So yeah, I remember I, that. Yeah, I said, mm, uh-uh. I'm going to get this one. It, I think it has like drain ports in the back. Also a lot of cat hair, but uh, <laughs> that's it's working out well so far. It's a lot of travel time, though, on, on these keys. Uh, kind of quiet. Not as it, bad as that original keyboard. Better, that we had. Get her, better uh, tactile dexterity. I need I need more powerful muscles in my phalanges. But however, you know that the we're heading, you know, especially with these. You eat the computer and then your fingers become like you have you have the computers then lodged in the tips of your fingers right and then you don't you don't even type on a keyboard you just type on your desk and that becomes your keyboard anywhere <gasps> i hate that idea i don't like i that love idea that idea no i uh-uh. love that idea but do actually you just- all you have to do is just kind of tap your fingers against the desk and then whatever your thoughts are doing you're like that's what's actually going to type because <laughs> It's just it's just a nerve okay. response, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're actually just te- you know telepathy onto your computer. Can you can you then see the letters show up in your Google Glass or where where do the letters show up on your arm crumbs? Yes. maybe. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> arm crumbs fall off in their letters. <laughs> it's like alphabets, but it's arm flakes. All right, uh, I'm gonna move us on, Kenny. This is a huge story right now. Okay, perfect. So- Sonic uh-huh. is we coming Sonic. out this summer. <sighs> this summer, Sonic is coming out with pickle slushies at a drive-in near you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and throw up. Pickle slushies. You know, you know that's something we have to test on the show, right? Yeah. Like we have we have to. So this is reported on by Food and Wine. This isn't just Sonic getting every last bit out of its Costco-sized jar of gherkins. It says, "Great, good, very good, sweet and tangy." According to this this uh, article over at Food and Wine, sweet and tangy, the bright brine compensates for the oversavoriness you might have been worried about. That sentence was weird. You won't understand why, <laughs> but you'll keep going. You'll keep going back for more sips. Likely until it's all gone. Oh, uh, yeah. It'll be all gone because I'm pouring it out in the street. Oh, <laughs> God. Your only gripe is that the slush 
is a bit too sweet, as if overcorrecting for the acidity. But maybe this is what it has to happen for America to acclimate to and embrace pickled-flavored soft drink. No, 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 no. So I've told you in the past that there was a, a beverage at Sonic when I used to go there that tasted like buttered popcorn. See how I'm tying all of this together? I Sonic, see. Yeah, you yeah, got yeah, top yeah. to bottom here. Uh-huh. Started started from the bottom, which was where the buttered popcorn jelly beans were, and now we're here. That's uh, right. Son- Sonic has a blue uh, like power aid that somehow in, in the mixture and creation of this ends up tasting like buttered popcorn and leaves that like teeth-coating mouthfeel. Uh, mm-hmm. going on with it. So this sounds like it would just round things out for me. Um, pickled, pickled flavored slush. And I listen, Ooh. I love Sonic ice. Like the ice at a Sonic restaurant oh, yeah. is fantastic. Like so ice that, nuggets. That alone is like, maybe I would just have a water slush if Sonic made one. <laughs> but pickle, uh, is it more dill they're saying it's sweet but is that because they did dill flavor and then sweetened it or is that because they did sweet pickle and just I mean, sweet that's what pickle. you get yeah yeah oh god so we're gonna try this. this basically is what you're saying we're gonna try this we're absolutely 100 percent gonna try this yeah because you brought it up on the show we have to uh, follow through and it'll be on the follow-up. And it's probably something we should do together. So then, you know, whenever this comes out this summer and, and we're together, we'll we'll test it. And we'll do a live, we'll do a live test, taste test. And uh and and you get to hear us throw up. We'll find ourselves in a <laughs> we'll find ourselves again in a in a Taco Bell parking lot, uh, on Periscope, eating Taco Bell foods and drinking pickle slushes. That's good. That's right. Really, it's really good. Well, uh, links for everything that we've talked about will be available at goodstuff.fm slash morning show. And of course, over at goodstuff.fm, you can check out some of the other great shows, including our brand new show today's special, which I've talked about three times. Do us a favor and check out maybe some of the other shows that are on there as well. Uh, Those hosts would appreciate it. And if you've loved this episode, we could sure use a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, We've been stuck at 250 of those those guys uh so get we need more i guess please it's the food we're not begging it is the computer that sustains us itunes reviews give them to us in our mouth please now would you also uh we'll be back again next week with another episode of this show here until then bye oh bye bye (laughs) 